Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, a local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And we're finishing up the Par's Month of Terror with The Conjuring. Yeah, uh, this was by far the scariest one of the four. Um, This is definitely a more modern horror, and uh, people for years have been telling me, like, hey, man, I don't know if you're into scary movies, and then usually I follow up that statement by, no, not at all. Don't even worry about telling me about it. Right. But they kept bringing up The Conjuring. They're like, dude, I'm telling you, those movies are fucking crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just never thought anything else about it because, like I said, I'm not a horror guy. You know, like, right. if I do get in the the rare hair to watch a horror movie, it's usually an old slasher like Texas Chainsaw or right. Friday it's just the like, 13th, something like that. It's something that, that's just fun. Exactly. It doesn't really scare me. It's just kind of like, oh, look at these dumbass kids. Right. You know? But um, this is the one type of thing that I am actually scared of because you can't see something like that, like <laughs> like demon possession and ghosts and type shit. Like you know, while I, you may or may not believe in it, like there, it, it's harder to prove that it's not real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still that like uneasiness of not knowing. Right, exactly. I mean, they have tons of television that's like dedicated to shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like people go into these up abandoned mental institutions and hospitals and shit those those are the movies that get me are when they go to abandoned insane asylums found footage movies are terrifying (laughs) like vhs have you ever seen that yes yes oh my god there was one there's one story in there that really gets me every time that's when the guy picks up the girl and she's like a fucking vampire demon bitch yeah that 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 was fucking crazy dude (laughs) Thinks he's fit to shoot some amateur porn with this bitch. And she eat, fucking eats him. Fucking eats his homeboy. Yeah. Drops his ass for about 60 feet in the air. Yeah, that's a fucking weird one, dude. Yeah. And they've made like four of them. Mm-hmm. That's the only one I've seen is the first one, though. Yeah, so. me too. I, I saw a couple clips on YouTube, and I just like watched it just to see. They did like a zombie picnic. Yeah. Like this family's just enjoying a beautiful day, at, at, like having a picnic, and all of a sudden like a zombie up- outbreak happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But these zombies don't fucking die. The dad somehow has a gun out there and fucking unloads a clip into this fucking thing and it's still getting up, dude. I'm like, <laughs> this isn't even fair. Right. Like, <laughs> and like you be, see it. It could be something like, what if we did have like an actual zombie? Apocalypse. Yeah, and everybody thinks that they've watched all these fucking movies. Right, and you're shooting them in the head and they're still coming after you. What like, the, fuck, the movie's bro? lying to us. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? <laughs> Turns out you got to shoot them in the dick. Right. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, we just finished the boys. Oh, so good! And the dude, dude with the dick just had yeah. me fucking rolling. Yeah. But anyway, that's neither here nor there, dude. So the Conjuring, the boys is so fucking great. I think it, you know the second, the first episode I watched of that. It's just one quick part, and then we'll get back to that. But when you see the dude that's like Ant Man shrink down tiny and jump into that chick's pussy. <laughs> That I said, this is the greatest superhero show I've ever seen in my life. Like, I'm fully involved now. Like, I will watch this show until they cancel it because we've all thought it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Every superhero that's got a fucking ability that you're kind of like, oh, I wonder. Uh-huh. Like, Mr. Fantastic, like, yo, he can make his dick nine inches or two, whatever he wants. You yeah. know what I mean? Like,. You're but, definitely the guys from uh, Mallrats. Yeah, I'm Brody. About. I'm Brody for sure. <laughs> Is his dick rock too? Yeah, I mean, obviously it would have to be, bro. Like, everything's <laughs> fucking orange rock. Like, of course his dick has to be orange rock. Right. Like, 
He seems to be super obsessed with superhero sex work. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> He'll grow out of it. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Smith. I love that fucking movie. So The Conjuring, what is this right. movie even about? It's based on a true story. Yeah, which is fucked. And like, he actually brought on the uh, people? Mrs. Warren to talk to like help him make this as like real as possible. So, so damn it, I do this every week. Every week, the fucking phone. It's the phone. ESPN Sunday, bro. It's football day. You know how that Who's goes. playing? Everybody but Dallas. <laughs> mm. Nah, I think there's a couple other people that have um, bye weeks. Yeah. But if my team ain't playing, I don't give a shit. Right. Anyways. So, yeah, he brings her on to kind of, like, coach him through, like, what really happened, so. If these fucking people were really out there, they're like, like, like that's what I gathered because I've heard that all of them kind of revolve around uh, the guy that played Ocean Master. I don't know why I can't think of his name right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you remember Ocean Master? Yeah, because he's great. Your brain, that. Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. I knew it was Patrick something. Yeah. Patrick Wilson and um, can't remember the lady's name. Are either. you serious right now, dude? But she's great. She's been in a lot. She just played Tony Soprano's mom. Vera. Yeah, she's got a weird name. Yeah. Um, let's say Varma because I don't know. I can't pronounce her last name, and I don't want to butcher it. Anyways, those two. They the I've heard that most of these movies revolve around them. Yeah. And that they're actually like a famous couple. They are. And they were like the first like ghost slash demon possession hunters, you know? Right. And that room that they had was like a real room that they right. actually had. That has full of like full of cursed shit. And yeah. they're like, and I guess the guy's like writing an article because back in the, because this movie takes place in 71. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they talk about the Annabelle. That's what made me think that he did Annabelle, but it would make sense that. Yeah. Just it's just the studio cashing right. in on his It's from the same universe But yeah. it gives you a little insight into that uh, About this doll That's possessed by a demon And it's trying to take over these uh, College girls um, Bodies and But they won't like They won't let it or whatever yeah. But uh, they come home and it's Like destroyed Their room and so they like throw the doll out and they come home and like the doll's like what destroyed more, right? Or it's just <laughs> sitting in the closet. Yeah. You it's know like, what always like scared me <coughs> is uh Toy Story. Like freaked me out as a kid. Did it? Because you think about like these inanimate objects. Like right. if you're not around, what are they doing? It's kinda like does a tree make a noise when it falls in the forest? Nobody's around kind of thing. Right. No, that didn't get me. Toy Story didn't because they did it the right way. They made it like like the toys are, you know, great people. Uh, just... Did you see Sid's toys? Because those are not. Oh, they are pretty great people. They helped them out. I yeah, I mean, they're all disfigured and fucked up, and they just wanted to help other toys. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They just look fucked up. Um, right. but it's telling you not to judge a book by its cover. Yeah, but definitely, no. You know what did fucking get me though when I was a kid was small soldiers, because those toys really thought they were fucking marines. <laughs> And they thought they were fighting some fucking war against these other things, you know, these other toys. Have you watched that lately? Yeah, it's creepy as shit. Like, it holds still, up. It does. Like the, the CGI, CGI is beautiful. How does that movie still hold up? I really, I was gonna, I watched it probably about a year ago, and I'm like, God, this movie probably did not hold up at all. It holds the fuck up. It looks so good. I remember when I saw that. I saw that in the theater as a kid. And I went to, I had my dad take me to Burger King every day so I could try to get all the toys yeah, yeah, yeah. that they had for it. And um, 
I really wanted that movie. I, I when I saw the first one, I said we're gonna get four of these. Yeah. And it's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. Tommy Lee Jones is gonna come back and do this thing every time. And I don't think it did very well, like at all. I think it did okay, but it didn't hold. But it's, I I feel like they put all the money where it needed to go. Yeah, definitely. In, into that. Yeah, because like that's one movie. Like if you're like, oh, that thing didn't age well. It definitely did. It is story and everything just holds up. That I that's very much a cult classic that like deserves more hype. Yeah, it's definitely got more of a life like on DVD and stuff like some other stuff we like right. is, but I still enjoy it. I think I watched it a couple of years ago. I tried to put it on with my yeah. kids and they ended up leaving, but I, I finished it. Uh, I hate when kids do that. I, that's happened to me a couple of times. I put on like how to train your dragon one time and the kids were like, this is stupid. I'm like, you're stupid. <laughs> I get it. Like certain age, they just don't have the attention span for it. Yeah. And especially if it's not a cartoon. Right. Like, if it's live action, I know that I have a very short window to keep my kids interested. Definitely. I think Roger Rabbit did that well. Like, it, like, kept your interest in the cartoony part, but it still yeah. had that live action. I think it was a good balance. I haven't tried Roger Rabbit just because of a lot of adult-themed jokes in it, but uh, I've showed them... Well, yeah. my son I've shown way more than my daughter, obviously, but... Well, age. Um, they, like... Uh, they liked what you call it, the Transformers movies, because that's just nonstop gizmos and action and shit. They like those. My son likes Indiana Jones. He likes Star Wars. Um, he loved Mandalorian. He loved that. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, he even liked Predator. I don't want to end this podcast without talking about Dune. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I heard. Probably, I I've heard care. fantastic things. I'm gonna. I want to talk about it. I want to get into it. So I don't want to end the podcast without talking about it because. God damn it. <laughs> uh, so, Annabelle, I don't want to get too far off this. Well, The Conjuring, but yeah. Or The Conjuring, yeah. We were talking about Annabelle because I was going to say is Annabelle was an actual doll. Yeah. Uh, this is one, before I even watched these movies. I looked into this, the doll that people had, and it just like weird things would happen no matter who had the fucking doll. So, finally, it ended up with this couple and, you know, but... uh. But yeah, the guy comes to the house, he's writing an article, and he's like, is the Annabelle doll here? He's like, sure is, right over here. Mm-hmm. He's like, don't touch anything in here. He goes, why do you keep all this shit in your house if you believe it's cursed? And he's like, it's better to be here than out there. Yeah, exactly. He goes, we have a priest come by once a month and bless the room. <laughs> I'm like, well, you need to have that shit doubled, because the end of the movie just showed that that ain't doing shit. Like, Not to, you know, because the, they kind of did this shit like a Marvel movie. It give you like a little Easter egg at the end, like for the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess all horror movies do. He's that. definitely well. Not uh, he definitely did a good job at building a starting out to build a universe. Oh yeah, because really the, the the production company definitely took advantage of that. The studio. Well, yeah, the Annabelle part, and then yeah, it goes all else. the way to the fucking nun. Like I have not kept up with it all. Yeah, I, I for- so forgive us for not knowing. We're just like we said, we're not horror guys. So. I know people are gonna be listening to this. Like these fucking assholes don't even know anything about. They don't horror. know anything. I just watched Annabelle. How old is that movie? <laughs> I didn't even see that. I meant uh, Conjuring. Yeah. I don't know why I keep calling it Annabelle. God damn it, <laughs> Conjuring. But um, so finally, it gets to this um, family that is moving into this house out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it always has to be a creepy house in the middle of nowhere. That's the only time demonic possession and it's, happens. Yeah, and it's always, it's always, they got a steal on it. Like, God, you believe they're just giving this fucking house away. Yeah. Yeah, there's a reason for that shit, man. Right. Would you live in a... A haunted house? 
Sure. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> like, don't even hand me the paperwork for that shit, bro. It could be a mega mansion, bro. It could be a mall. Oh, no, I'm good. I've always thought about that because I've heard stories about people like mass murderers happening in a house and they can't like sell That's it. That's different. That's different. Yeah. Somebody being murdered in the house. I mean, it's still creepy as shit and I probably wouldn't do it. Yeah. But if the house is that dope, like right. maybe I can overlook that shit. <laughs> but when a haunting though is a hard pass. And it's a, and it's, it depends on how they were murdered too. Like if they were just murdered by some fucking random stranger out of nowhere, then obviously that neighborhood ain't as safe as they make it seem. That's true. But if it's just like a, a, a woman or a man lost their shit and killed their significant other, then I can live with that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, well, Betty fucked up, but like, you know, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> One man's loss, you know? <laughs> One man's trash is another man's treasure. I don't know where he murdered her, but I hope it wasn't in this fucking jacuzzi. Boy, I'm telling you, these jets are getting in places. But, uh, yeah. So the Conjuring House is actually real. It's based on a real house that actually exists. It was built in like 1700s. It's probably an Airbnb now. Right. It survived the Civil War. So Yeah, that's creepy as shit anyways. Right. Um, so immediately they, they move in and like this is where horror movie logic and my logic will never link up. Because they come in and everybody's like, oh man, look at this old house. It's kind of cool. You know, they have five daughters and... uh the younger ones, they're they're happy, you know. It's a fresh start and everything. Only the teenagers not happy because you know she had a life back wherever they were at. She's like, "Do I get to pick my room, or has that already been decided for me?" Like she had to show <laughs> so much angst. Yeah, she had to show that teenage angst off grip. Um, <laughs> That's what you have to look forward to. The I'm dad, sure the dad, I, I love. He's he's from Office Space. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I forget his real name, but he's he's great. He's a good actor. I literally just said his name. No, you didn't. Patrick Wilson. That's not Patrick Wilson. Oh. Patrick Wilson's the possession. Oh, right, right, right. Guy. No, the dad. Um, yeah. I got it mixed up. I don't know why I can't think of this dude's name either. Ron Livingston. Ron Livingston. Shit. You're My on memory your, you're is not gone, dog. Today. Yeah, memory is gone, dude. Yeah, it's all that Mountain Dew you keep drinking. For sure. <laughs> it's, it's, the dye, it's the dyes in it. Yeah. Um. So he goes to call the dog inside, which they got a lassie. So yeah. it's a pretty collie. And the dog's like, fuck that. Yeah, not I'm, going not going, in. I'm not going Right in. then, I'd have packed all the kids up and got in the fucking car. <laughs> right. That's why I said horror movie logic and mine just don't The mix. wife, The wife and I always, because we have two cats, and cats will do this weird thing where they'll just look at like a corner of, of a room. Nothing there, mm. but they will stare at it like something's there. There's no bugs, there's no shadows, but yeah. they're staring at it. You'll call their name, They hear you can see their ears move, they can hear you, but they will not stop looking at this. It's like, what the fuck are they looking at? Yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> it's definitely creepy. So animals have that, like, sixth sense. Yeah. Them and kids. Because mm. always, they always say, oh, kids can see them and shit. Right. Like, when my son was a baby, he used to do shit like that, man. Like, he would just stay... He would just stare off somewhere. Yeah. And I would always wonder, like, what is that boy seeing in that corner? Because, like, how fucked up of a movie would that be? It's a good idea that, like, only babies could see, like, ghosts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, all babies could. And it's just, like, shows, like, a mom and a baby sitting in a room. And it just, like, the looks through the baby's eyes. And there's just, like, a fucking ghost just floating in front of it. Like, how fucked up would that be, dude? I mean, that's what the sixth sense is, basically. He's not a baby, but. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's a good point. It. That's a good point. That was such a good movie. It's only, yeah. I know, it's like We've the only M. Night Shyamalan you like, but... 
I thought Split was good. Oh, Split was great. I love Split. Still haven't seen Glass. Oh, all I, of it. I feel like it. every other episode we say that. We I know. still haven't watched Glass. We have to watch Glass at some point. Um, <laughs> so we can hate on it like everybody else. Right. So they get into this house and right. things. Um, yeah, of course, the creepy shit starts happening. All the clocks stop at 307. Yeah. Which, you know, when the mom gets up and she looks at the hallway one, it's like, hmm, 307, that's kind of weird. I said dope-ass grandfather clock. I have a thing for grandfather clocks. Like yeah. Whenever I see a nice-ass grandfather clock, you know. Yeah, watching movies like this makes me not want them in my house, though. You know? <laughs> Very much, because I have the one, and I love it. So she goes to the kitchen to make some food for the kid. Clock stop at 307. Right. Just little shit like that. Then they hear knocking. And uh, the dad checks a closet, or no, the the kids are playing hide and seek, but they're... No, hide and clap. Yeah, I've never played that before. <laughs> Anyways, you blindfold whoever's it, yeah. and they gotta you gotta clap like to two or three. To give them a little bit of a... Yeah, let them know where you're at. Right. Well, she finds one of her sisters in the closet, and they knock each other over, and lo and behold, there's a seller. Yeah. Creepy ass seller. The dad goes down there with matches. I have like a love hate living in Florida because of that. Because a part of me is like, I wish I had a basement, a basement. Yeah. It'd be but dope. at the same time, I'm like, I feel like I would just be creeped out the whole time. Like I wouldn't be able to fully enjoy it. It would just depend. Like I said, on the situation in the house. Yeah. Like if I knew who lived there before or if like, you know what I mean? I was the one that made the basement. Yeah. Like, well, like there was this one uh, YouTuber that I followed he built a home gym and he had to move it into his basement, but it was like a creepy fucking setup the way he had it. I was like, there's no way I could work out down there. There's no way I, I would just be scared the whole time. Anytime there was a little Creek, I would drop my weight on myself. See, I would try to turn mine into like a bat cave. Slash, oh yeah. It would like, be a man cave for sure. Yeah. Like, uh, off of Die Hard, whenever mm. Kevin Smith had his like little setup. That's a lair. Was, yeah. <laughs> it's a command center. <laughs> So yeah, he goes down to the cellar. It looks like it hasn't been like touched in ages. Old piano. Yeah. Uh yeah, just a bunch of old like wooden furniture and shit like that. Yeah, just old shit. And dad's like, honey, we should probably sell some of this stuff, you know. They're always that's everybody's first instinct. It's old. It's old. Sell, sell, it. It. sell yeah. it. How you gonna get that piano up the stairs? <laughs> Never mind. How'd you get it down there, first of all? Did you build it down there? I think that's what it had to be, right? Like <laughs> That's a big-ass fucking piano to get down the rickety stairs. So, oh yeah, and by the way, every day when the mom wakes up, she's got a different bruise on her. Yeah. Like, somebody's beat her ass or like grabbed her. Or, yeah. Um, And the dad, after the second day, he's like, honey, will you go see a doctor about that? It's kind of yeah. scared me. I'm not manhandling you that hard. Yeah, like, because <laughs> the first time, you know, they had sex or whatever, the first night they get there, and she's like, well, did you hurt me last night? And he's <laughs> like, not that bad, like, you know. But, um. You need to quit being a bitch. Sounds like you need to toughen up, whore. Right. <laughs> we'll do this a few more times. I'll go away. So, yeah, and then day two, the dog's dead. It not like, oh, she went peacefully in her sleep. The dog looked like it had been like had its fucking neck broke. Can I just say, can we stop killing animals in movies? Not that I care, but really? my wife is a huge animal advocate and all these movies where pets die. Like <laughs> I Has will she not ever seen it. fear? Yes. 
I with, love with Marky Bart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, she she would uh, she would not like that scene. But at it all. just seems like every other movie we watch, a fucking animal dies, and she's like, I swear to God, if this dog dies, I'm out of here. I'm just gonna stop watching it. So. Yeah, man, nothing tears at the old heart. You know, that's this fucked up thing about it. Like, I mean, it's shitty, but like people get more upset when you kill animals in movies. They like, when you kill being. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, know you could mean? cut a little baby's head off. Nobody would get a fuck. <laughs> but goddamn, if you I'm murder dog... a puppy, dude, you get four John Wick movies. Yeah, right. <laughs> You just broke that dude's collarbone and arm in four places. He killed my dog. He yeah. didn't kill your dog. Well, somebody he knew killed my dog. <laughs> He's the boss of the guy that killed my dog. He's the third cousin. Of- <laughs> I just, this I'll guy kill one, everybody. This guy once took a piss next to the guy that killed my dog. <laughs> yeah. Can we please stop just killing animals? And I know it's such an easy go-to, too. <laughs> yeah. That's dude, the that- one thing. Like- I feel like that's like a writer's layup off the yeah, backboard. Right. Like, yeah, bro, we're just going to have him kill a dog. Nah, yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, our protagonist is going to be driven by that. Mm-hmm. Clearly, that's going to be the vehicle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to revert to fucking John Wick the whole time. It's just the most recent one that yeah, comes to mind. That's true. Uh, there's been, you know. Countless. And that's kind of the thing that John Wick is doing. Like it takes a simple, simple ideas and makes built off of it. Well, I say that, but honestly, man, like how many great movies do I like that are just straight up beta, basically revenge movies, mm-hmm. man on fire, uh, you know, training day, shit like that. Like it's being done to a person. So it makes you want to, for them to get them back that much more. But right. I just feel like nowadays they're going more towards the animals and like now it's your kids either been killed or your wife's been killed and now you're going after them. Yeah. I've seen about 12 of them. Jason Momoa just did one. Michael B. Jordan just did one. Like um, Jason Statham just did one. Like that's the new one, man. Your wife gets killed and now you're going after everybody. Right. And like for a while that was like all uh, people were doing in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so the dog gets killed. And birds keep flying into the fucking house. Yeah, which is, yeah, he's going to work. Bird just slams his neck right into the thing. So it cuts back to Patrick Wilson and his wife, and they are, they, um, they're giving lectures right. at colleges, you know, trying to get funding, trying to get people to start paying attention to this because, you know, we're the only ones doing this shit. And it's hard saving people when we're the only ones. And they go through the Vatican, and the Vatican kind of believes but doesn't believe, you know, type of deal. And uh, the mom ends up going to this uh, meeting to uh, try to get them to help him because, you know, she heard about him. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about a, a guy that had a third grade education but could speak fluent Latin and backwards and was... You know, showing all these things that was like he was possessed, you know, and nobody believed it. Well, mm-hmm. they got this guy into a basement and they were taking footage of him because they were like the first people to try to record paranormal activity and stuff or to show any kind of demons, you know? Yeah, apparently this is based off of something that really happened to them, too. They right. Did a, they did an exorcism on somebody and he was speaking in tongues. And, and the wife is a clairvoyant, which whether you believe that or not, you know, she could feel things. From touching things or people, you know, 
she could it's like a sixth sense right. like she could she could feel the dead or talk to the other side or whatever the fuck yeah. she's a medium right and uh she she's you know they're they're a team and they do it together because you know he's not a priest but like he's a full believer and all that like he's in the church but like he's not a priest yeah he's also a doctor of demonology i think is what they call it but I don't even know if that's a real subject. I would imagine it is now. Demonologist. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But anyways, she goes. This. She's like, "Look, so you have to help my family. There's shit going on." And he doesn't want to do it because they've been taking on like case after case after case. And he's like, "Look, we need a fucking break. We have our own kid." Yeah. And. Uh, but the wife wants to. Right. But she feels it. She's mm-hmm. like, "These people really need our help. Of course, we'll come." And they go out there and like right off the bat, they can already feel like the wife knows something's going on. Right. Like as soon as they step in, she's like, I saw the demon three different times since I've been here. And it's weird because she could see like the outline of something and like nobody else could see that. But then they later on in the movie, they set up cameras Mm -hmm. and it just looks like they're flashing. But then like it shows when they go get the film made, it shows like somebody standing behind them. It's fucking creepy as shit. The whole movie is creepy as shit. You want to talk about tension building. This movie has so many little jump scares and like pre scares that like by the time they actually fucking scare you, it's so much worse on you than, than than it was before. Right, right, right. It's not like a one set up and pay off. It's just set up, set up, set up and then pay off. And, uh, just little things that get you. Like when they fucking pull the kid down in the bed, Oh, right, right, right. When they keep yanking her down in the bed, and I'm just like, oh, my God. (laughs) The air yeet. And she's like, it's behind the door. It's behind the door. And Mm -hmm. then the door just fucking slams shut, dude. Like, "Mm." (laughs) and they find her back in the little hallway where the kid would go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little crawl space. Yep. And, of course, the the littlest daughter is the one that finds the possessed item in the house. It's the damn... It's this thing. It's a music, music box. box that it's. Uh, I guess it's supposed to be like a merry-go-round, but it's got a clown and like a little fun mirror and stuff. Yeah. And it's creepy as shit too. Like, <laughs> why you would let your child play with that? Look what I found. You ain't playing with that shit. Not throwing that motherfucker right outside. I don't know where you find it, but don't go back in that room no more. No fun at the par house, dude. That's that's why I said, bro. Honestly, I would be just like uh, that joke in that Eddie Murphy thing. Like, baby. We just moved in. It's a beautiful neighborhood. I love the house. I can't believe we got Get such a deal. Get out. It's too bad we can't stay. <laughs> <laughs> Pack your shit. We are leaving. Yeah. Because that's just how I feel about it. Like, I'm not going to risk it. But I'm going to risk it. Fuck the house. We'll burn it down. Get the insurance, buddy. All right. Uh, so, yeah, the, they come out there and they can tell, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get their team, which is a cop. It's like an off-duty cop and uh, a guy that I guess he's been with them for a while. He's like a student slash whatever. And they set up microphones so they can hear every room. They set up cameras so they can take pictures of anything. Mm-hmm. They got all these infrared cameras and shit. And this is a 1971, so it looks kind of jerry-rigged, but it's... Pretty state of the art for the time. I felt like you know yeah, what I yeah, mean. Yeah. It no, has but, some kind of sensors that take pictures whenever it's it feels the presence of the something ghost. about like a heat lamp or something yeah. like when it when the temperature drops when a ghost comes in a room or some shit like that. Right. But 
like I said, it all sets up for scary ass shit. Cause like they have a daughter that sleepwalks, of course. <laughs> and like one of the times you just keep hearing knocks and shit. And like one of them, it's just her running into a fucking wall repeatedly. So it's like, like I said, little scares that just set you up for the shittier ones like later on. So, uh, he said, what kind of knocks do y'all hear? He's like, we hear three distinct knocks back to back to back. He's like, huh? He's like, what? He's like, He's always in threes. He's like, yeah, he's like, eh, it's a knock at the Holy Trinity <laughs> demon poking fun at religion or something like that. Just little things about possession and stuff that I did not know before I watched this movie, which I thought that was kind of cool. But mm-hmm. well, we'll never go down that rabbit hole to find out, bro. Because <laughs> once you know, you know, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And then you're susceptible, susceptible to that shit. Start noticing three knocks everywhere. Yeah, dude, fuck that shit. I'm that person, bro. I go like, over to your house and I start knocking on the window three times. Oh, different f- parts of your house. Yeah, I just move. Why can't you do the podcast this week? I got to move, bro. The house is fucking haunted. I don't want to talk about it and move all my shit. I don't know what they want. <laughs> um, so. After that, the uh, the 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 ghost or the demon gets pissed off and kind of takes it into like hyperdrive because it doesn't like the fact that they're there. Yeah, so it takes the amulet that the the woman has and links it up to their daughter's amulet, mm-hmm. and then starts to possess the daughter. Not possess her, but you know, showing her fuck with her. Yeah. So it goes over to their that where their house is, where they keep all their fucking uh, fucking um, possessed shit. Gets the Annabelle doll, but just fucks with the daughter just to get them away from the house. Mm. Yeah, so that was pretty creepy. Well, and then they're like, "We got to go back. We got hands." Because of course, then it takes the mom. It completely takes the mom, and uh, they have to go over there and like do an exorcism because of course the church won't do anything because the kids aren't baptized, Mm -hmm. which seems like some shit that would happen. Yeah. Like from the, from the, you know, Catholic church, like back in the seventies, like just find some excuse not to get involved. (laughs) Like we're, we're not doing this. There are demons. We don't care. (laughs) Yeah, bro. We barely believe in this shit. Like, you know what I mean? We're just here to touch little boys. We just need the money, the money. Yeah. And we have to be, have enough money that we can be the bad guys in the third Godfather movie. (laughs) I honestly feel like that's why the third one is good. You think so? Well, we had that conversation. Yeah. But <sighs> so Patrick Wilson and the wife, he's like, I don't want you to go because uh, he tells the dad earlier in the movie that whenever she helps people, it, it takes, takes a, a bit, it yeah. takes a little bit from her. Right. But when they helped that guy with the exorcism, it took a lot. And she saw shit that she wasn't supposed to see or she couldn't handle. Yeah, she didn't like talk for a week or something like that. He's like, she didn't eat, sleep, or she didn't eat, do anything. She just stayed in a room, locked in a room for eight days. Yeah. He's like, and I haven't asked. Because like, he's like, how do you, how do you ask? Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, so he's afraid that he's going to lose her because of her ability and doesn't want her to go. And she's like, we're a team. He's like, she's like, you told me that the first night we were married. God had put us together for a reason. We're a team. She's pretty much like letting him know, like, I love you. I'm a ride or die. Let's go fucking handle this demon shit together. And they go over there and it's full on exorcist of of Emily Rose type shit. Like the mom is foaming at the mouth. 
slamming shit, all that good shit. And they try to take her out of the house, and the bruises turn to like burns. Yeah, they start like. uh, She's like, the demons got her and won't let her go. She'll die if we take her away from the house. So they take her to the basement, like where the girl. she killed her baby. Yeah, with a sewing needle. Yeah, oh yeah, I for, we forgot to touch on that part. Well, of course, these people do this shit for a living, so they did research oh, right, right, right. to find out. They're like, we don't know who owned the house before us. We bought it at an auction for nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, they told me it just needed a lot of repairs. It was a super old house. So, of course, they find out there was a bitch that believed in witchcraft and was a satanic uh, follower. And she had a baby only to sacrifice it to, to Satan. And I guess people found out that um, what she was doing out there. So they tried to, like, come lynch her. Well, she ended up killing herself. Like, she hung herself from a tree and said so she'd curse and kill anybody that tried to take her land. Right. Well, over the years, a couple different people tried living in the house. Well, they ended up went crazy and killed themselves. Mm-hmm. And now they're stuck in the house. Their souls are stuck in there with her. Right. Because at different times of the movie, you see a, a maid, because they said there's, she's one of them. And then uh, there's a boy, which, uh, or I guess he's like a teenage boy or something like that. Well, I think he's the one that uh, he uh, supposedly ran away, but I think the mother killed him. Right. That's the boy that the girl, little girl sees. She's like, oh, I'm hanging out with, so- I forgot Murray. the little boy's name, like I'm hanging out with so-and-so, and it's actually the the spirit of the little boy that ran away. So he was killed. Mm. A lot of different things happened in the house. It wasn't like one instance. Yeah. yeah, Like a bunch of people died in this house. So, but the lady with the baby is like the main one. Right, right, right. She's the demon. Yeah. Right. And they put two and two together that it's her doing all this shit. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's super creepy because like she's out there by the water and she could see that lady hanging and they, and they do a good job of just showing her feet, and then they just show her turn, yeah. like she's looking at her, and uh, it, it's just a really, like I said, it's a really good setup, and they build that tension because right. there's certain parts of this movie, like when uh, that that shit just grabs the daughter <laughs> By and the starts hair. yanking her ass around the room, and the and then the cops and everybody starts to help, and then they're just slamming their ass WWE style around this house. Super fucking creepy. It's they definitely pulled from some paranormal activity shit on that one. Like they end up having to cut her hair to get, <laughs> to her, get her away. Yeah. <laughs> the one part that really creeped me out though was whenever the um the paranormal activity lady, Mrs. Uh, what is it? Anyway, she goes into the crawl space and then like falls. Oh, God. And then she, like, ends up in this, you don't know what part of the house kind of thing. You can't really tell where she's at. Yeah, because she fell through, like, four floors. That's what it looked like. Yeah, and then she's just down there with the demons, and you don't know where, she doesn't know where she's at. You know, that that part just really creeped me out. Yeah, they can't get to her. Yeah. This is, like, a secret room or some shit. Right. Yeah, that was fucked up. And uh, when they're trying to find the other daughter. Because you know, she's like hidden, mm-hmm. but then she hears because you know they, she's got to kill the kid. They possess the mom because that's her whole thing. She kills kids to um, prove to Satan like how loyal she is and shit like that. Yeah. Like, you know, um, pretty much it breaks down to like 
the mom's getting ready to kill the little baby, the the littlest girl, right. and uh, the uh. The clairvoyant lady, she's trying, and she's trying. She's grabbing her head, and she's like, just remember what you showed me, because there's a nice moment where she shows, like, when we first found out we were moving out here, we were so happy. It was a new beginning. The girls were happy. Yeah, it was, like, one of the happiest moments of her life, she said. She's like, good, That's you're going to need that to get through this. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, it touches back to later on. She could find that inner strength, that love, that can, I guess, get a demon up out of you if you need to. Right. Because she looked like she was gone, bro. Oh, yeah. She was done for. Um, but with that and an old boy, you know, he's trying to do the exorcism and, uh, I thought that was pretty crazy when it showed the demon throw up into her mouth. Cause that's like two movies now that I've seen where like <laughs> they get thrown up in their mouths and then that's how they're possessed. That's true. I didn't even think about that. And, uh, now, you know, she threw that black shit up. In the room, mm-hmm. you know, so I'll let you know, like, the demon's gone. Right. And when she, I thought that was pretty cool, too. Like, after it's all over with, they walk outside and all of her bruises, like, when they hit the sunlight, they start to, like, disappear. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, pretty much, I guess they killed the demon or, like, let her go to hell or whatever she wanted because. Whatever exorcisms do to demons. Right. And, uh. Patrick Wilson and his wife, they go outside and they like light a cigarette up to like another case solved on to the next one. Yeah. Because I'm guessing wherever their story leads is because of where that goes in the second one. Cause he goes, we got a case up in long Island. Yeah. The Amityville horror is the second one apparently. Oh wow. Or, or based on the Amityville horror rather. I kind of want to watch that cause I like Amityville horror. That's right. a creepy ass fucking movie. It is. Took a lot of elements from that too, like house, house movie, like house possessions and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like Poltergeist, this movie did a really good job. James Wan, if he ever gets tired of directing Aquaman's, he'll always have a home in horror. Oh, hundred percent. Because yeah. he's good at what he does. He in this started show. three franchises now, like Saw, Insidious, Conjuring. Like <laughs> he obviously has a knack for this shit. Yeah, he ain't fucking around. He is talented though. He's a very, very talented man when it comes to film. Because I really, I actually really enjoyed this one, and I'm not, I'm not big on horror, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's one of those movies that, like, even if you're not a horror fan, you still enjoy it because it's that well made, right? And it's well acted. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me like Patrick Wilson a lot more. Like, I might start looking up more movies he's in. You know, I mean, I've always thought he's a decent actor, but uh, well, him and James Bond are like this. Him and the mom. Yeah. Like, so you uh. <laughs> So you asked me to give you like the scariest movie and this one is the one that kept popping up and we went through all the horror different genres of horror. Mm-hmm. Um so do you think I did did a good job at finding one that scared you got under your skin? This one definitely. I'm glad you saved this one for last. Yeah. Cuz like I said I had heard of it, but um demonic possession I've realized that that's the only type of horror that really gets me anymore because like I said I could watch slasher movies Back to back, it doesn't really affect me too much. <laughs> Demonic possession, dude. It's just because like it's well. That's why you... I, I I thought you would like Black Coat's daughter because it's yeah. kind of it's that that one was just fucked up because of like how far that girl was willing to go 
to try to get that demon back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what made that movie so crazy. I thought it was interesting because it was the first time I ever seen somebody that, like, wanted wanted to be yeah. possessed by a Yeah, demon. that was, was pretty like, That was pretty nice. It was like, it's a nice little twist. Yeah, that was cool. You know, uh, another movie that was kind of a horror movie that I didn't think I'd like, but actually turned out to be good, was The Skeleton Key. I hated the ending of that movie. I really liked it up until the ending, and the ending just completely ruined it for me. Oh, you didn't like the fact that it no. was the old uh, voodoo couple? No. That was... You know, doing people like that. Right. I, I thought that was pretty crazy. A lot of a lot of movies are like that when it comes to horror. I think uh, Case Thirty Nine is like that. I really enjoy it up until the ending, and then it kind of just like falls apart for me. The uh, that's a remake. I wonder how much of that is close to the original. I'm not sure. Skeleton Key. Right, and uh, there was another one. I can't remember the name of it, but it was another one where it was like, "Oh, this is really interesting." Until I got to the end and. There's fucking dead bodies on the wall that was causing all the fucking possession. And I was like, oh, that's kind of silly. Oh, man. Did you ever see a haunting in Connecticut? Oh, that's I think that's the one I'm talking that about. That one yeah. fucked me up, dude. <laughs> like, I think that's the one I'm referring to. Yeah, that one fucked me up, bro. I didn't like that shit at all, dude. <laughs> that shit was like, what? People were doing that? Yeah. Like, Could you imagine living into ha- moving into a house and it's a fucking like they had that shit coming up out of them, yeah, dude, yeah, and yeah. like people were real deal taking pictures of that shit. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 hard pass, no, thank hard you, hard no. <laughs> and that bitch came out around my birthday, and I don't know why my wife was like, we should go see that in theaters. <laughs> like we went and saw it, and I was freaked the fuck out for like a week because of that shit. <laughs> yeah, I liked that one up until the end, and I was like. Eh doesn't really do much doesn't hold up but i don't know i don't even know what i really expect from endings of movies when it comes to horror it's 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 like it's like i said it's with one of those things like some of these are based on true stories some of them aren't some of them get a little creative with it uh i don't know man i really like the ring it's been so long since i've seen it i really enjoyed the ring i thought it was a good uh well done I remember uh, The Grudge was pretty freaky when I saw that. I felt like the... Well, I know The Grudge is a remake of a Japanese horror. That one's creepy as shit, too. I've seen clips from that. But I felt like it was very much like leaning on the rings. Yeah. You know, hype. And then uh, it was there was a it was a cool thing because of scary movie, scary movie would poke fun at shit so go so much that like it didn't make it scary anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, for certain shit, right? Like, and I felt like the ring and all that kind of fell into that. But um, yeah, slasher movies like they've kind of gone away now. Like you don't really, I mean, Halloween Kills everybody says is pretty good. Well, but, I heard it was pretty shitty, but really? but that's why I was excited for Malignant. Because it's kind of in that slasher, mm. and it's just him having fun. It's James Wan just having fun with old school slasher films. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But, uh, so you said you wanted to talk about Dune? <laughs> what do you rate? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to give it an eight. An eight. I'm going to give it an eight. Pretty decent, Because it yeah. did its job. It yeah. scared the shit out of me. Uh, if I ever decide to get back into... Watching any kind of horror, I would probably finish off this series just because I'm interested to see where they take that couple. Yeah. Because I really enjoyed They were my favorite part of the movie. Some people really enjoyed the second one, too, I heard. So, you yeah, know that. I've heard everyone that features them as, like, the not the main cast, but, like, they're part of it. Like, yeah, I've yeah. heard that they're the best. Right. And so, yeah. I give it a recommended. It's definitely, like, one of the better horror movies I've seen. I mean, it's 2013. If you haven't seen it, you, you know, 
Yeah, if you're old, check it out. if you're an older uh, horror fan, and it's just not doing it for you anymore, I feel like this is like the last frontier of horror. I think like, so too. You know, if this don't get you, you're just dead inside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're just scarred up. Like you can't be scared anymore. <clears throat> right. Um. You know, before we talk about Dune, uh, it's your birthday. So I know, man. I see I went this out beautifully and, wrapped present sitting over I here. I went and got you a present because I went out and I saw something. I was like, I want to get that for Nick. So I waited till it was close to your birthday. I went and got it and wrapped it up. So Well, well thank you so much. Happy you did, birthday. You did not have to do this. I know. This. I didn't have to do it. But like I had to wrap it because there's something about like opening a gift that's wrapped. I don't know. It's just that extra layer of. I know. I feel like shit. I don't ever wrap anything. I just give you stuff. Yeah. You're lazy. It's fine. I, I am. Don't mind. Oh, oh, I see a Batman. I see a Batman. Yeah. Chassis art collection. Yeah. So you are a collector. You like to go to the flea market and buy old toys. I do. But you buy things that have been played with and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. This is an actual like collector's item that isn't meant to be played with. It's meant to be collected. Are you, can you open it? Yeah. Just, you could just slide it open to check it out. So I saw this and I was like, God, I would love to get that for Nick just to add to his little collection. So, oh, dude, that is badass! Oh, my God, man. Thank you, bro. You're welcome. And it's limited edition. Dude. It is limited edition. There was only 1500 of them made. Bro, this is so thoughtful, man. Thank you, dude. No problem, dude. And it's Batman. Yeah. You know how much I love Batman. <laughs> that is so badass. Yeah, I think there's six of them all together. It shows it on the back of the box, but that's one of one of them. You know I got the perfect spot for this. Yeah. That is so cool. Thank you, man. You're welcome. Next year, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to take it up a notch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got me a very thoughtful, loving gift. I'm gonna have to get you one too. Right. <laughs> that is awesome, though. I love the box too. I know the box is super cool. That is by far the coolest shit ever, dude. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about Dune because I. <laughs> so the other day, I think Friday, I almost took my son to see Dune. That's how bad I wanted to like go watch it. Oh yeah. Like I think it's on. Is it on HBO Max? It is on HBO Max. All right. But so the wife was working, working from home, doing her thing. And I'm like, I'm going to watch a dude. It just came out. So I go in the living room. I try to put on HBO Max and I try to play this movie and it just keeps reloading HBO Max. It will not play. And I'm getting so mad because um, I'm obsessed with his director. He's one of my favorite directors. So I want to see everything that he does. It's villain away, ain't it? Uh, villain. I, I, we've been saying his name wrong. It's something I don't know. I I had his name in my head yesterday, and I was saying it. But anyway, regardless, uh, <laughs> yes, it's him. And um, so I'm like, I'm watching this movie. Damn it! So I looked up times for theaters, and I, I told the wife, I'm like, I'm going to the theater. She's like, by yourself, and I'm like, yes, because I want to watch this movie. You wait yesterday, Friday. You should have called me, bro. I went. I didn't think about it. It was really last minute. Like yeah. I got to the movie theater right as it started playing. So. Um, so yeah, I sat there. I had the whole fucking row to myself. You know how those seats are. And I got me a bag of popcorn, fucking cherry icy. Sometimes it's fun to go by yourself. Yeah. 
And that's kind of what I wanted to. I kind of just wanted to just ha- take myself on a date. Mm. And it was amazing. I love this movie. The only problem is this is a part two, the part one of like yeah. a series. He's setting it up. That was the biggest thing I heard was everybody wanted more. And yes. it, was, it ends kind of like not on a cliffhanger, but like. It, the, the story is definitely not complete. Right. And that's what's like scaring me is I want everyone to go watch this movie. I want it to rack in enough views, enough money that he gets the opportunity to do the second part of this movie because it was so good. Yeah. I don't think your son would be into it. It's very slow paced. Is it? It's a. Uh, it's like almost three hours. I saw that. Yeah. It's very much Star Wars meets Game of Thrones. Just smash those two together. The kid, uh, the curly headed kid, I forget his name. The one that's like one of the main people in it. Right. The younger one. Yeah. I loved him in that Netflix movie, the uh the the new king or the whatever it is, but he was good in that. Him and uh Joel Egerton were good in that. Yeah. He was really, really good in this movie. Everyone was really good in this movie. Jason Momoa looked on point, yeah. Oscar Isaac. I mean, it's some heavy hitter as as far as actors it's go. It's very much a stacked cast, yeah. So I had hope for it. Yep. Um Everybody says the old one is like fucking almost unwatchable. I've never tried to get through it. So. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's a mess apparently. Like David Lynch, like won't even talk about it. He's like, I don't count that in my filmography. <laughs> some people like it though. Yeah, some people fuck with it, but this one, I, and that's what I hate is like you have a whole new. It's been thirty years. Yeah. Like this is a whole new thing. Don't judge it off the first one. Go into it like it's a new movie. So is this like a complete reboot, or is this yes. like? carry on from that and no it's way. a completely okay. new reboot so you reboot. don't have to see the old one to see this one right okay yep after i get done doing all the shit i'm doing today i may go home and watch it tonight. yeah definitely if i can fucking get it to pull up i can't get hbo to work that's i want to watch it again that's the only thing i'm afraid for you and the people that love it because every time they put a movie out on hbo max it kills the fucking sales for it yeah, and because that's what, everybody watches it for free, bro. And that's what the director was saying. He's like, I feel so slight handed that they're putting it on streaming instead of leaving it in theaters. I mean, it's going to be in theaters, too, but it's just so much cheaper and lazier to just do that. I, I mean, as much as I love the Suicide Squad, yeah, it still it eats me up that I didn't go to the theater and watch mm-hmm. it because I know I didn't help that movie at all. Right. And, and, and the sales for it showed. And that's part of the reason I wanted to go to the theater is like throw my fucking, you know, money in the ring for mm-hmm. it. But also it's it needs to be experienced on a big screen, too. Yeah. One and of those movies that the Suicide Squad felt the same way. Like, even though I watched it on my 60, I was like, it should have been so much doper. Like watching that fucking Starro mm-hmm. on a fucking 50 foot screen would right. have been just epic, <laughs> dude. You know? Yeah. It's like watching a Transformers movie for the first time at home. Like, it just doesn't do it justice. Yeah. You need that big scale screen for that. Watching it on the phone of your television or your uh, phone. Yeah, exactly. Screen on your phone. Yeah, there's some movies I've seen like that that it's like if it's a comedy or something, like, I don't give a shit about that. Right. If it's a big scale movie, you need to see it on that big scale. Yeah. And I love... I love him because I feel like he's doing what I want movies to do is he's taking like the art house... And he's taking blockbusters and he's kind of merging them together. Right. So it's a big art house blockbuster movie. I think people are just into fucking visual porn now. You know what I'm saying? Like beautiful fucking shots of landscape and shit like that. Who isn't though? That's why I say it. Like it's, it's bringing back something that shouldn't have really ever went away. Like people love stunning shots of fucking cities and 
you know, stuff like that. Like it brings back iconic memories. Indiana Jones standing in front of some temple or, you know, Luke Skywalker out there in front of that fucking, you know, the Jawas, uh-huh. you know, shit like that. Like, yeah. It's those grandiose, just epic feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think he masters it in this one. It's such a grand movie. I love it so much. And I wanted to bring it up because I want to say, like, if you're unreserved about watching it, go watch it. Like, give this money, give this movie as much push as we can to get the second one out, too. I get it. I'll, like I said, I'll definitely watch it at home. Yeah. But <laughs> if I if I could go see it at theaters, I would, because there ain't nothing else out right now. I already went and saw Venom 2. Yeah. I still haven't seen that, and I still haven't seen The Saints of Newark. I only saw Saints of Newark because it was at the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's one that I would have paid to go and see it. I would have. But I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> Just because, like, I would punch David Chase in his shit if I ever met him. You <laughs> fucking ruined my show, and now you fucking ruined the movie off of my show. Like, <laughs> cock. Everybody talks about what a gifted writer he was. One of the great. Yeah, it was only successful because of us, the people that loved it. Was it you, fucker? Anyways, I'm bitter about it still. <laughs> yeah, apparently. But I didn't hate the movie. You know, I I thought it was all right. It just unless you're a unless you are a Sopranos fan, you're not gonna give a shit, right? Because that's heard- really all it is is just a bunch of little Easter eggs and inside jokes that like you always like kind of heard about it on the show, but like you never saw it. Like you see it now. Well, it's kind of like uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot is like. If you were a Kevin Smith fan, you'll really enjoy this movie. But as an outsider, yeah, you but probably won't get a whole lot from it. The difference of it for me with Reboot is, is Reboot was just more like a I love you to the fans and Kevin Smith. Whereas this was just like a bunch of uh a bunch of nods. Like they're like, Hey, you remember when we when we mentioned that? We gotta put that in here. Yeah. You know, because it's a bunch of member berries. Exactly what it is. Yeah. It's literally what it is. I and I don't feel like anything in the movie we got anything vital that I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I know what Chris's dad, he was a badass, mm-hmm. you know, and I see why Tony became the gangster that he was because he watched him mm-hmm. carry the way he carried himself. But right. yeah, like I said, it, I, I don't know. I feel like it was a missed opportunity if I'm being real. That's fair. And that's what I've heard from a lot of people. And so I haven't been in a rush to go watch it. And I heard Venom 2 wasn't great. So I wasn't in a rush to go see that. <laughs> If you can have fun, Venom 2 is good. Yeah. But I just, I don't know, man. I Like I said, I just don't feel like Tom Hardy cares enough about it anymore. Uh, I didn't even, it just made me remember. On the Conjuring movie, I forgot. Um, It's rated R, right? Yeah. There's no nudity. There's no foul language. It, there's no gore. It might be PG-13. No, it's rated R. Is it? It's 100% rated R. They rated it R because it was so scary. I meant to bring that up when we were talking about it, but anyway. That makes sense. Better late than ever, I guess. But it, the Venom 2 was PG-13. Yeah. That's what made me think of it. Woody Har- I felt like Woody Harrelson did a fantastic job. Like, I mean, it's Woody. Exactly. He always does a great and job. And I was really excited to see him and Tom Hardy's chemistry on screen. Yeah. For one, it doesn't even really feel like they're in it together a lot. Like, <laughs> And then half the time when they are, they're in the symbiote so it's like it's True. not them it's know? not them interacting yeah it's not their chemistry with each other uh did you ever watch that movie kate i told you about on netflix oh no i need to though yeah yeah it's your new favorite movie and you haven't even watched it kate yeah i gotta get that yeah i've been off but 
I've been doing shit. Uh, you ain't got shit to do. Dude, Friday, my wife told me, she's like, hey, um, they're having a state sale at your grandfather's. You know, my grandfather passed away this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, your aunt's been trying to get a hold of you to go down there. And I'm like, I just ain't really wanted to talk, you know. And she's like, well, they're just selling your sh- they're selling his shit. So if there's anything you would have wanted or anything, like she said, you got to go down there. So I was like, fuck it, let me go. You know, I didn't want to, but I did. And uh, but I went down there and he in his 60s after he had a massive heart attack, he thought he was going to die. So the doctor told him to find an outlet to like relieve stress and so he could get better and get healthy. So he picked up painting. Oh, that's cool. So in his 60s, he painted, he loved Bob Ross and went to the Bob Ross School of Art. So <laughs> his, super cool. his style of painting is scenery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mountains and trees, babbling brooks and happy clouds and shit like that. And she was selling all the stuff. Like, I mean, they all had their favorites. So I'm sure they kept, like, because not everything he ever painted was down there. Yeah. But through his 60s, him and my grandmother, they, they had an RV and they went around the U.S. just seeing everything they ever wanted to see, yeah. you know. And he sold paintings in every place they went. And, like, it makes me feel good knowing that somewhere out there some, and hanging in somebody's house, there's a picture of an old barn or something. That and your if, grandfather painted. Yeah, if it's got Parsons in that right corner. That's super cool. You know what I mean? And now most of the – I know that a lot of the shit I have from him – is a one of one. Like he mm-hmm. either thought that it wasn't good enough to sell or he, nobody wanted it type of deal. Like he would lug it to show after show and nobody would ever buy it. That shows you're not too old for anything. He picked up painting in his sixties and sold it. And I thought, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but I thought he did a fantastic fucking job. I'll have to show you some of the stuff he did, but I know you showed me the clown painting that he did that's by your bed. Yeah. That's right? definitely a one of one. Yeah. He, he didn't do anything other than like, he didn't like doing a, he did a Porsche for my dad. Cause my dad used to have Porsches. Yeah. Of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, bro, the movie's coming, dude. Like, I didn't know about the Porsche thing, but just add yeah, that Yeah, my dad's layer. had three Porsches in his life. Are you serious? Since I've been alive. <laughs> That's another story for another day, but uh, <laughs> but he did that, and I think it's fantastic, but uh, he just never liked doing people and stuff like that. Like, he always did that, but he did that clown, and he did that Porsche. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just makes me feel good because, like, that shit's like Picasso's to me. Like, they're going to be hanging in my house, and, like, whenever I look at them, it just takes me to, like, when I was a kid. Like, it makes me think about that. And uh, Yeah, it's super cool. I'm going to make a TikTok about it. I'm going to get it all together and just do, like, a big TikTok about it. Definitely should. I think it would be really cool. But he only did it for, like, 10 years because he started getting, uh, his hands got real bad. He couldn't oh. hold the brush steady, so he had to give it up, but. He got the Michael J. Fox. I don't know if it was that or the Muhammad Ali, or they have the same thing. I don't think it was the same thing. He either got palsy or was starting to get Parkinson's, one or the other. Mm -hmm. Like, he just couldn't keep his hands steady. And obviously for painting. Yeah, you got to have that steady. Or you can just be abstract. Well, see, that that wasn't his style. He liked doing all that. Mm -hmm. You know, his shit was very intricate. Yeah. Like I said, but uh, yeah, I love it, man. But uh, that was cool. That's what I did mostly Friday was just go down there and cry and watch strangers 
take your shit out of this house. Like I wouldn't be able to do it. But it made me feel good because I thought like he's the one that gave me my love of reading. Because when I was a kid, he used to read to me every time I was there. Mm-hmm. He would read a book to me, and that made me want to look forward to it. Like in the way he would he would read, he would make it so interesting, and he would try to do different voices and. Like, it just made me love reading to this day. I still read every day because of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they bought me a bunch of books. I have all the books from when I was a kid, and I have the paintings that he did with me and shit like that. So I thought I had everything I wanted. But when I went down there and anything I seen that he did, I just took that shit. And then I saw stuff that my grandmother had left, and I took that shit too. Did you have to like... I know because it's an auction, right? So did you have to pay for it or is it like... No, nah, I wasn't son? paying for shit. This is my family <laughs> stuff. I wasn't paying for I don't know that. how that works. No, it was my aunt running it and she was like, you can have whatever you want. She's like, I don't give a fuck if it's got a price tag. Oh, It's okay. sold, anything. You take it. That's good. You know, she's like, I just wish you... She's like, I just wish you would have called me. I was like, I'm sorry. It's just been tough. Right. She's like, who you telling? That's my fucking dad. And we had a good cry together and it was a good day for healing, but... I don't know. That's why I called you Friday and I was like, hey, you know, but I'm glad I did it. Right. That's good. But, and then yesterday, I don't, I didn't do much. I did some running around. I didn't do anything though. I I think I'm getting sick, but we'll see. Being in that refrigerator, dog. I know. It it like drains your sinuses constantly. So your sinuses are always empty. I know. Tell me about it. I was just getting over a fucking ear infection I got. I haven't had one of those since I was like seven and shit. I didn't even know what was wrong with me. <laughs> I was like, why is my fucking side of my head killing me? And Ashley's like poked me. She's like, I'm like, fuck, why would you do that? She's like, you have an ear infection. That's hilarious. I was like, is that even possible? <laughs> right. She's like, yeah, everybody can get them. I get them. And I'm like, as an adult? Like, have you been swimming in d- dirty swamp water? No, I don't swim very much. Like, I mean, it's been getting, the water's getting cold. You got to stop the ear sex. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Those are your pies. Oh, I grossed myself out. So the fucking uh, next month is the month of... Uh, it's the month of McCarthy, baby. Month of McCarthy. Oh, I'm yes. telling the wife about it. And she's like, which ones is he giving you? And I'm like, I think these, but I'm not sure. So which ones are we doing? Okay, I know for a fact that the last one I'm giving you is Identity Thief. Okay, that's, she said that one's actually pretty decent. That one's fantastic. But that's because Jason Bateman. That's going to be your last one. Okay. I'm going to end the month. That's my... Let me guess. It's my ace in the hole. The boss? Probably getting one. Yeah, I'm thinking about giving you the boss. Tammy? I don't know if I want to give you Tammy because I'm trying to convert you to be a fan. (laughs) And And Tammy's not the one? No, if you watch Tammy, you're going to take a step back. So (laughs) I don't think I want to give you that one. I'm thinking start you off with Spy because I love Spy. Okay. Spy's just stupid funny. Like, it's so good. Right. Uh, I'm thinking about giving you Spy. And then number two, we may go, we may go, uh, the boss or we may go Ghostbusters. I'm not sure. Oh, you're going to make me, cause I was like, I don't think he'll do, du- block, uh, block. God damn it. I can't talk Ghostbusters because that's an ensemble cast. It's not like yeah, Melissa McCarthy's movie. That's true. She is a bigger part of it, but, uh, part of me wants to give you, uh, the one, but I think you've already seen it. Bridesmaids. I have not seen Bridesmaids. Okay, see, I'm gonna definitely give you Bridesmaids because she's that's an ensemble cast, but she's hilarious in that part. Okay, so uh, that will probably be the second one I give you because I'm gonna give you one that she's the star, and then I'll give you the ensemble. 
and then I'll give you another one that she's the main one, and then we'll finish it off. She shares it with I Jason Bateman. Yeah. yeah, because that's that's the movie that got me into her, and I, I love it. Yeah. So. Not just because of him, but she's hilarious. It's funny, like, I have all the... I don't want to say hate. I just, like, dislike for her comedy, but yet I haven't seen any of her fucking movies. If so. you... if you, Like, once you see that, you'll be like, damn, I wish they would do more movies together because her and Jason Bateman have fucking beautiful chemistry, What's bro. the one with her and... um, uh, The girl from The Proposal. With uh, Sandra Bull. Oh, the heat. That's what I'm giving you, bitch. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Thank you. I knew I was forgetting one. Yeah. That's the fucking movie you're getting, bro. That's number three, dog. That's number three, bro. Yeah, because I, I saw it and I was like, I think he's going to give me heat. Oh, yeah, we're set up, baby. We set up. <laughs> yep. You got the boss. And then you're getting uh, you're getting bridesmaids. Then you're getting the heat. And then we're finishing off the month with identity. Thank you so much for bringing that up, bro. Yeah. I would have been so blowed if we had. Because I was done looking that. at all her movies and I was trying to figure out which ones you would give me in Heat. I was like, I don't know. Like I said, the boss I thought I thought was fucking hilarious, but I th- also think it's funny because of uh, Dash Shepard's old lady. Mm-hmm. They they play well off each other. I see. I think that's the thing is if she has good chemistry with who's in the movie with her, I think the movie's fantastic. Right. Tammy, it was kind of like. She was just doing it by herself. Yeah, like yeah, she didn't yeah. have anybody to really. That's throw what I heard. This of. was like hers, like all hers. Yeah. She's well, like, Susan Sarandon was in it, but eh, she did all right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of Tammy. Yeah. My wife loved it. But. A lot of people don't like Tammy. That's what kind of like steered me away from her. Is people are like Tammy's like the worst thing ever. But other than that, I can't really think of any movie she's done that's just been just straight like not good. Like yeah. I'm sure she's done a, a serious movie or something by now that I probably don't give a shit about. But <laughs> as far as comedy goes, she's she's good. She's great in my book. I guess we have a whole month to find out. I can't wait, dude. I I, I, I hope I can convert you to at least like her movies. Yeah. Maybe not love them, but at least like them. Yeah, I guess we'll see. But uh, is there anything else you got? No, nah, man. I just uh, appreciate everybody for the love and support. Uh Thanks for picking the month of terror for me, bro. Ain't no problem. It was fun. I'm glad we got to do it. Uh, it was a little something different for October this year. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited about that, but I'm super excited for what we got coming, guys. Yeah, 2022. 2022 and, and Christmas month, man. I'm <laughs> super happy about I know. About the December. wife was asking me, like, uh, what movies are we going to get? She's like, you should have done Reindeer Games. <laughs> and we so kind good. of already did it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. That's why I said I wish I hadn't done Surviving Christmas already, bro. Yeah, right. Because it's so good, dude. Mm-hmm. But I already have my movies picked out, so. I got one for sure. I'm still working on the other one. Right. But I'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, next week, I guess it'll, it's going to be fucking The Boss. The Boss. Tammy. Or, uh. Yeah, it's The Boss. It's The Boss. But anyway, until then, later. Yeah, y'all. <laughs>